Greetings, my name is Dave. And I'm Stacy. Welcome to the Plants Change My Life podcast. We are a husband and wife team living in Houston, arguably the barbecue capital of Texas, who share a passion for good food and holistic wellness. We are on a mission to inspire people to live their best lives through healthy food choices, one meal at a time. In this podcast, you will hear stories about how real people have experienced awesome changes by embracing a plant-based diet. We want to take a moment to send our thoughts out to everyone who is experiencing life-altering impacts from the coronavirus pandemic. We recorded today's interview in early March and had no idea how the world would dramatically change in the following weeks. So today, before we get started with the show, we want you to know that you are all in our prayers. We want to send a special thanks to all the medical, grocery, delivery, and warehouse workers, firefighters, law enforcement officers, and all the other workers who are on the front lines each and every day. We know that some areas have been hit hard, and we want to encourage you all to stay positive and take the time to focus on bettering yourself and getting closer to those around you, even if it's through video or phone. Give the person you've been thinking about a call. We need each other more than we know, and this is why we want to keep giving you these stories of motivation during this time. Today, we're talking to a New York yoga teacher who is joyfully living her best life after tapping into the power of a plant-based lifestyle. Melissa Rio says the simple act of changing her diet pushed a wave of positive transformation in motion. She has found more energy, lightness, and gained expanded consciousness. Grab your tea and take a seat. Here's her story. I'm here with Melissa Rios, a yoga teacher and minimalist who is passionate about living without plastic, having a sustainable lifestyle, and traveling the world with her husband. She has an awesome testimony about the healing power of plants. I'm so glad she's able to join us today. Thank you for being here, Melissa. Hi, Stacey. Thank you so much for that introduction. That was beautiful. (laughs) Yes, I love everything you're doing. Everything you're doing is beautiful. So I'm so glad we can chat with you and learn more about everything you're doing. So can we just start by learning a little bit about you, where you're located and where you're from? Yes, definitely. So I am originally like grown and raised and everything from Costa Rica. And I moved to New York 14 years ago. So I am loving New York, although the weather is not my favorite right now. (laughs) But yeah. Yes, I can imagine. It's really, 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 really cold, right? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) it's cold, but you know, like I love the city, so Mm -hmm. it's awesome to live here. And as well that we do have a lot of vegan restaurants, so that makes me super excited. Yes, that's what I was going to ask you next, actually. (laughs) What is it like, like uh, the vegan culture in New York, like... How exciting. You know, <laughs> it, it is really exciting. Just on the area where I live at is actually more Dominicans uh, where I live at. So where in this location, there is not as many vegan options. But when we go to downtown, there is like a lot of vegan options. And I really enjoy going to 
you know, plant-based uh, restaurants because I can eat anything what I want and knowing that it's just, I don't have to be asking if they have animal products or if they don't, how they cook it or how they don't, you know, like I feel kind of normal in that world. <laughs> yes, yes, it makes a big difference. It does, yeah. A lot less investigating. <laughs> Yes, although I like to support that small restaurants that have one plant-based option because I do believe if we don't support those type of restaurants, then they are going to take those options away. So if I see one uh, restaurant about my neighborhood that has one vegan option, I usually try to go mm -hmm. just to support them. Mm -hmm. And that, that's a great idea too, just so they know that we appreciate it. So tell us, how long have you been vegan and what made you decide to embrace this lifestyle? So I became vegan since 2017, so it's been like three years, but I have been practicing yoga for seven years. So it like one lifestyle took me to another lifestyle, I can say, because all my yoga teachers, they have been vegan for over 20 years wow. and they always are talking about how yoga is about being conscious and kind to every sentient being. Uh, maybe like years ago I didn't kind of understand that point because you know I, I used to eat animal products at that time but what I noticed on my body was that I used to feel extremely tired and I used to feel really heavy, although I am pretty tiny mm -hmm. person, but I used to feel really, really heavy and really, really tired, like so tired that I used to take naps almost every single day. And I didn't understand why. But listening to my yoga teachers and telling me, like, you suppose, like, he, they talk to everybody, but they used to be talking to me personal, like, you have to be conscious of why you are eating, because the way that you are eating is the way that your body is feeling. Mm -hmm. And funny to say that I, I was thinking, like, my body is screaming for help. It wasn't that I wanted it to lose weight or that I want to feel like, you know, have a different type of body, but it was more on the inside. I used to feel extremely bloated and extremely tired. And I didn't understand why if I used to imagine or think that I used to have this healthy lifestyle, practicing yoga every day. Mm -hmm. And I remember talking to my husband and telling him, like, my body is screaming for help. I don't know what I'm going to start doing. And I start introducing green juices in between my meals and just trying to clean up my body. And then, uh, I don't know, my husband was doing his own search and I was doing my own search on my own time. And we sat down on the table one day and we both say like I want to become vegan <laughs> and funny to say was that I say like yes I want that for my birthday that was three years ago for my birthday present I was like that's going to be my birthday present just to change my lifestyle mm -hmm. and be vegan and since that day we literally 
changed everything. We gave away all the food that was animal product because I didn't want to throw it away because at the end of the day, it, it's food. Mm -hmm. So I gave it away to somebody who lived in my apartment building and we took every single animal product away from my apartment. Wow. And we just start like new. <laughs> yes. So it wasn't that we had a transition, but I think that it was the best thing that we ever did for both of us. Mm -hmm. It has changed my whole life and it also changed the energy in my apartment. I think it's awesome that you and your husband came together and are doing and decided to make this move together, like in unison. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think that we both had it in our, in our minds, but maybe we were afraid to tell each other what we want. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about, you spoke about the energy in your apartment shifting what are some of the other positive impacts that this change made for you for you and your husband? I mean, health-wise, now I feel more energetic than ever. I was really, really afraid to lose more weight because how I say, I am already a really s small, petite woman. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to lose weight, but I did not. And then that makes me really happy and the energy in the apartment what my teachers tell us is that when we bring flesh in the apartment you are bringing all that suffering from the animal to the apartment and i don't know if it was uh, only like a mindset to understand that that maybe even my persona changed and I get I got less angry mm -hmm. like I used to get angry like so quick mm -hmm. now I get less angry and as well as my husband it's like it's it's interesting how energy works mm -hmm. how I say I don't know if it's only the energy because we don't bring more flesh into our apartment and bodies, or maybe it's because we put that, we are not eating more suffer from others, mm -hmm. and we just click our mind, and we change our persona, we can say, into a more compassionate and kind human being. It's interesting because I don't like cockroaches <laughs> you know like I really don't like them mm -hmm. but it's challenging for me sometimes to tell my husband to come and there is a cockroach and what should we do should we take it and put it away yeah, no. <laughs> or should we just you know like, <laughs> I know yeah. give it away yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in another aspect but I feel like they don't want to die you know, like they don't no. because they fight for their life. Yes, they you do. know, like they run away. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really like it's that is as that. Like I think about a mosquito. It's funny. Like my whole mindset has changed so much. Wow. Like that's really deep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is. Yes. But now I can think about it. Like if I will be this animal, would I like to be? 
killed? Probably not, mm-hmm. right? So now I understand like, hey, they have feelings just like me. Yes. Wow. That's, 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 that's great. I mean, because I understand that challenge for sure. Cause we live in Texas, we're in Houston and it's, it's just like, <laughs> we have like the, the gigantic tree bugs here. I mean, it's just, and so me and my husband, we have toddlers now. So it's just like, we try to okay. set an example for them. Yes. And so, you know, I'm just like, Dave, you got to catch that bug and take it outside. <laughs> you have kids is the best like life experience mm-hmm. and what you are teaching them mm-hmm. it's amazing yes. Yes. you know yes yes like the smallest things they're looking at you all the time yes so so yeah yes. I understand that I understand exactly what you're saying um so <laughs> so so what are some of the biggest challenges that you face like making that transition like I mean because you live your whole life eating a certain way and then you're changing it I'm sure like family and friends like what did you have any was it hard to do to make that switch to be honest uh, because all my family live in Costa Rica so (laughs) it was easier for me with my family uh, in that aspect Mm -hmm. with my in-laws who live here Um, it was a little bit more challenging for them to understand why we were trying to do this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And we just explained them more that it was for our health Mm -hmm. um, because this food makes us feel happier and healthier and more energized than this other food. Mm -hmm. So that was the way that we, like, you know, we want to flow with them. Mm -hmm. And, but they actually took it pretty well and they start eating more healthy and they start eating more vegetables, even vegetables that they didn't used to eat before. Mm -hmm. The same concept when I go and visit my family, my mom starts eating more vegetables and mushrooms and stuff that they usually don't eat. So I feel that even though they haven't changed their lifestyle, I think that we transform their lifestyle just a tiny bit. Mm -hmm. And they are maybe a little bit more conscious to eat more vegetables into their daily basis Mm -hmm. than before with my friends all my friends practice yoga so it's easier for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) because usually a lot of them are already vegan and if they are not vegan they really understand why we are doing it so my transition in that aspect I can say that I am I have been blessed (laughs) Because my husband came with me, that's a, a really good point yes. too. Mm-hmm. It makes it so much easier when you're both on the same page. Oh yes, I can now imagine if it wouldn't be like this. I don't think that I would have. I don't think I. I don't know. It would be really challenging mm-hmm. <laughs> because then I will have to cook two meals. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. And have flesh in my home. Mm-hmm. Still. So. <laughs> Still, yeah. yes. Yeah. Now, you talked a little bit on your blog, and, and, we'll, and we'll talk about um, Flower Moon. Um, is Flower Moon, is it Flower Moon? Yes. I was going to say yoga at first. <laughs> but I love your blog. I love everything that you're doing with it, all the topics that you cover. One of the things you talk about was um, your experience um, 
with acne and 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 yes. like that impact that it, that change in your diet had on your skin. I thought that was amazing. Yes, that it that was like I did a stop every single dairy product like eight years ago mm-hmm. because of acne. I had like I was on my late twenties and I had really really bad acne. But I have been somebody who never liked to have pills. And every time that I used to go to our dermatology, they used to send me pills and pills that I have to sign a book for it. Mm -hmm. So I knew that the consequences wouldn't be good for me. So I never let them like, I, I used to just tell them, no, thank you. I don't want that. So I used to start researching and one girl in YouTube, they actually said that it could cause uh, inflammation. It was the inflammation because it was really painful on my face. Mm-hmm. And the inflammation could be caused for dairy products or for gluten. So what I did was that I stopped gluten for one month and to see how my skin reacts and my acne were still there. <laughs> then I introduced gluten again and I stopped dairy, every single dairy product. And my face started changing at that point. And for me it was like amazing because literally when you look at yourself in the mirror, and it's your face who has so much acne and it's painful. Mm-hmm. Um, when you just stop and seeing the difference on your face, it's like, gosh, I don't want to eat these products anymore. So thanks God that I didn't have dairy products at all for more than eight years. And I think that that was easier for me to become vegan as well, because usually when, you know, like the dairy products are the more harder thing to give up. Yes, (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) How I didn't have them already. Mm -hmm. It was easier for me, I think, because like they caused me something really bad on my skin that I didn't want it. Right. Yes. And it's uh, it's amazing. I, I love that that aspect of it. And I understand it because I went through the same thing with my skin. I was because I thought, you know, after you became after you got through your teen years, that your skin wouldn't have any issues. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was having mm-hmm. cystic acne and um, I had mm. I, too, like you was going to a dermatologist and like I can't afford mm-hmm. all these products and medicine. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. So I just like you mm-hmm. started digging deeper into it and changed with my diet, changed my skin, just cleared up. It was amazing. So, yes. So we had the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. Yes, and I know, mm-hmm. like, I had cystic acne, which is really deep, deep and painful. So I understand that. I had the same one then mm-hmm. because it was really painful. Yeah, and itchy. It was itchy on my skin mm-hmm. as well. Yes, like, so mm-hmm. yes, I, I, I love that you, <laughs> you're able to, 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 to share that story because that that industry where they're selling all these skincare products it's, mm-hmm. it's a million dollar industry and the answer mm-hmm. is so simple you know what I mean mm-hmm. 
It's from the inside because at the end of the day, I used to buy these products. <laughs> and when I remember seeing my pillowcase that they used to bleach the pillowcase, I was thinking like, oh gosh, what I am putting on my skin? Mm -hmm. Like if they are bleaching pillowcases, oh, yes. <laughs> what are they doing on my skin? Yes, yes, yes. I remember that, that um, the, the clothes getting the bleaching too. Like you have to be yes. very careful with what you do. Yes, yes. That is so true. Mm -hmm. I had forgotten about that. Mm -hmm. That is so mm -hmm. true. So, well, you know what you're putting on, on your, your skin. biggest organ? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. yes. This is scary. It is. It is. But, you know, the, 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 the doctors will have you believe that the answer is in that medication or that, that you know, that skin cream. And it's not. I mean, I'm, I'm sure everybody's got a different variety of skin problems, but I think for the mm -hmm. most part... It's probably internal, like what you're, what you're eating, you know? It's definitely, yeah. I agree with you a hundred percent. So, um, so people often wonder like, what are you eating? Like as a vegan, people think that we're eating grass and, and leaves <laughs> and things like that. So what, what did, what are your, what do your meals look like? Like breakfast, lunch, and dinner compared to before? Okay. So. How oh, you already know, I am a Latina person. Mm -hmm. So in my country, we usually eat a lot of rice and beans and legumes and roots. So, but because we are in New York, I really try to eat seasonal. So I try to go to the farmer's market and buy whatever they are offering in this season so for winter we don't have that much uh -huh. <laughs> so we are eating a lot of sweet potatoes a squash and we are eating a lot of Brussels sprouts some broccoli and then we do have rice and beans and lentils and quinoa and stuff like that i eat super simple so for breakfast like literally in winter we are having a good quality type of bread mm -hmm. that is important to say like you have to read the ingredients sh the bread should just have three ingredients mm -hmm. and that's it mm -hmm. so we have that type of bread with almond butter or peanut butter and jelly mm -hmm. <laughs> in the winter in the weekends i really like to make um pancakes so on the weekends i make pancakes or sometimes uh, a scrambled tofu or more proper type of uh, breakfast and for lunch and dinner I just got a few months ago the air fryer and I am in love with that mm -hmm. thing yes <laughs> so I can put sweet potatoes uh, carrots or regular potatoes I can fry tofu i can do the broccoli in there cauliflower the brussels sprouts in there so i try to do like usually like those buddha bowls oh. type of mm -hmm. that it has different type of vegetables and different types of roots sometimes i put quinoa or rice i like my plate to be colorful mm -hmm. that is on winter time on summer we try to go into a raw diet mm. so it's completely different from winter to summer from summer for breakfast we eat a lots a lots of fruits mm -hmm. like 
just one type of fruit if we are going to have melon we just have a lot of melon or pineapple or or strawberries or blueberries a lots of fruits and I love to make raw soups as well mm -hmm. so sometimes I make raw carrot soups or I make uh, broccoli raw soups or I just make a lot of salads with um, kale and quinoa it's so important to put uh, you know like food that is going to fulfill you mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know and oils that are are healthy for you like we try to eat a lot of avocados and our food and a lot of nuts mm -hmm. and we always have dessert mm -hmm. after each meal I think that is really important and I love to make tortillas and I love to make pizza and I love to make mac and cheese mm -hmm. you know it's not that we cannot eat we mm -hmm. can eat whatever we want to eat we just have to make it plant-based mm -hmm. or vegan yes. option. But there is a lot of options to eat. Yes, yes. I, I love everything that y'all are eating. It's, <laughs> it all sounds really good. <laughs> yes. So a lot of people assume that if you're, you're eating healthy, you're spending a lot of money in the grocery store. What are your thoughts on that? And how do you save money on your grocery bill? So, there is two options. <laughs> I always say, we don't go for organic everything. Mm -hmm. I think that in my, what I do believe, everybody has their own opinion with that. But on my belief, um, food who are organic is usually somebody who bought a stamp <laughs> and they just can sell the food organic mm -hmm. but in reality I don't know if it's organic or not mm -hmm. when I go to Costa Rica and it's from my father's land I know that that food is organic mm -hmm. you know the difference right. <laughs> so and I try to go to the farmer's market the farmer's market I will say that is not the most uh, economical way to go and buy food but I know that is the fresher food mm -hmm. I, I know that it's not organic but I just buy what I'm going to use for that week mm -hmm. sometimes people go to the grocery and they overbuy food and then at the end of the day they are throwing food away mm -hmm. and I think that that's when people think that it's expensive mm -hmm. because when we see how much food people throw away of course it becomes expensive so I just try to eat like if it's fresh foods I try to buy whatever we're going to eat for that week mm -hmm. and try to use it all and if not next weekend when the farmers market come I will not buy more of that product if I still have it on my refrigerator. Mm -hmm. So I'm really conscious on that aspect because I don't like to throw food away. And then with the other grains, you know, like beans, rice, oats, mm -hmm. and all these legumes are not expensive. No, they're not. <laughs> like 
you can buy lentils and beans and rice and it's really inexpensive to go and eat this and pasta you can eat pasta you can make your own tomato paste you know or pasta Mm -hmm. sauce so at the end of the day i think that is an excuse but it can be really really expensive if you go and buy um like the processed like the ultra processed foods the processed food Mm -hmm. exactly then it becomes expensive. Mm-hmm. If you are going to go and buy Impossible Meat or mm-hmm. Beyond Burgers all the time or, you know, this mug, uh, salchichas or mug, chicken nuggets, then I think that it's right. pricey. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, don't, I don't try to eat processed food. I try to be more like whole-based plant mm-hmm. uh, foods. Yes, keeping yeah. it simple can save some money simple yes yeah a lot of money <laughs> a lot of money mm-hmm. yes so definitely what has been your experience as a vegan person navigating like social situations like um parties holidays um weddings things like that has it been a challenge for you or has it been pretty easy it has been pretty easy because uh, I'm sorry, we are just too weird. <laughs> we don't <laughs> we don't celebrate holidays, so <laughs> it makes it really easy for us <laughs> because we don't have to go to different uh, celebrations. So we are weird in that aspect, and yeah. So because we don't celebrate different. <laughs> we just or if we but if we will go to a meeting or something like that we usually just try to bring like a plate to share for everybody mm-hmm. and funny to say that when people when if you bring a vegan plate to uh, a meetup or something that like a get together with your friends and if they are not vegan they are probably going to eat that food faster than <laughs> yes than, mm-hmm. than the other food that they usually eat because maybe because they want to try it or maybe because they even don't understand that vegan food can be so delicious mm-hmm. yes that's been our experience too <laughs> <laughs> yes so what advice would you have for somebody who is thinking about embracing a plant-based lifestyle or somebody that's having some struggles along the way? I think that, first of all, they have to understand the why they want to do it. A lot of people talk about how to do it. I think that how to do it is easy if you have it on your mind, but the why to do it is a little bit more challenging sometimes. So it can be for them health reasons or it can be for the ethical reasons as well they i think that everybody do their own research in netflix and in all these uh you know channels there are so many documentaries today that they are for free even in youtube and understand why we are changing this lifestyle and look for recipes and think what is my favorite food and find a recipe that they can make that same food in a vegan style. Mm -hmm. 
So, and for them to understand that they are going to be able to eat everything that they want, everything. They just have to adjust it <laughs> into a plant-based or a vegan. So I just think that it's more like a personal and understand the why they really want to do it. And after that, I think that everything else will become easy. Also, I really don't like to, I will say, if they are in a get-together, just don't get into a weird conversations about veganism at first. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes that can be a little issue or people can bring some topics that maybe they will not understand or have the answer. Mm -hmm. And it can be like, maybe friends or family can change their mindset sometimes at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Another thing that it happened to me is to don't feel pressure at first if you made a mistake and ate something that it was with animal product and you didn't know. Like if you went to a restaurant and they have a vegetarian option instead of vegan and you ate it, understand that it's okay. You are just going into a transition and that this transition it has to be easy. You know, everybody's transition is different. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really important to understand. Those are really, really good points. Yeah. Um, do you have any favorite inspirational resources to share, like books or websites? I do. Okay. So one of my favorites on Instagram, I don't know if you follow him already, is James Aspie. Do you know him? I need to look him up. Okay. If you don't follow him, <laughs> follow <Yes>. him. <laughs> Yes, he, it's amazing. He actually, he, he, he's a really good um, person to follow. And I also like, and I get a lot of inspiration from The Happy Pair. That's the name on Instagram as well. And he, they have a YouTube channel. Uh, they are two twins who has amazing, beautiful, easy vegan recipes. Mm -hmm. so I really will recommend them and as well I will recommend you know like all these documentaries I just have Netflix so the documentaries that are on Netflix Cowspiracy Forks and Knife is another one Netflix is awesome because they have a lot of food they documentaries do. on there I love Netflix mm -hmm. yes they do so I think that if they have Netflix I will say for those and for those two Instagrammers one is for food and the other one James Aspie uh, he actually talks a lot about ethics and he gives his point of view and he has a really beautiful um, YouTube video of his story and why he changed into a veganism and it's really ins inspiring to others so mm -hmm. I think that with these people can understand how to transition mm -hmm. 
I'm definitely going to look him up. He sounds very interesting. He is amazing, yes. <laughs> I will yes. recommend you. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love all the topics you cover on your blog. Can you talk a little bit about flowermoonmelly.com and your mission? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how I said, I think that from one lifestyle took me to another lifestyle to another one. Mm -hmm. So it has been making me more conscious in every single aspect. I became vegan first because of my yoga practice. And then from veganism, I became minimalist mm -hmm. because we understand that we really don't need that much in our life to be happy and the material things weren't making me happy at all. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, when I start, my husband and I start giving things away, we felt like, like less heavy and we start suffering less because sometimes we hold things for a sentimental uh, purpose that we had with that mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. But maybe we didn't want it anymore, but we just hold it because somebody gave us to us. But guess what? That memory is not going to go away. It's just the thing, the material thing. Mm -hmm. From minimalist, we became sustainable. And that was last year. And sustainability has banned plastic-free sustainability has been the most challenging change lifestyle that I have done. And it makes me see how much waste and how much plastic there is in this planet. Mm -hmm. And now every time that we have been traveling to different countries and these beautiful oceans and beaches, but all of them are dirty mm -hmm. with plastic. And it's really sad to know that now the sea animals are dying because they are eating this plastic. So since that, I was like, I don't want to be part of this like if I am trying to save animals by not eating them mm -hmm. and now I want to try to save these animals by not being part of plastic people anymore mm -hmm. and that makes me really excited but it's really the most challenging lifestyle that I have done the plastic mm -hmm. free Mm -hmm. Because if we pay attention, everything comes in plastic. It does. Everything. Mm -hmm. So, mm, I just want others to be more conscious and more aware. At least if somebody just say, I don't need a straw today, they will be saving an animal. Mm -hmm. And if people like understand that we only have one planet 
and see what is going on on this planet like this is not normal mm -hmm. with all the climate change and we are doing that is is not other is not the animals is not the planet but itself it is the humans who slowly are destroying the planet and that brings me so much emotions because one day I want to be a mom mm -hmm. and one day I want my kids to have a beautiful planet to live instead of being afraid of something natural is going to happen into this planet because what we have done. So I think that today there is a lot of movement with this sustainability and march, but I don't think that a lot of people are paying attention what we are really doing to it or we just don't see it. We, we, I think that we have become blind. Mm -hmm into many aspects so I'm actually so excited because uh, uh, New York's New York banded one single-use plastic so there is not going to be plastic bags anymore in any of the groceries That's good. or any store so yeah. that makes me really really happy yes yeah. I just I saw that um I saw that, and I and at the same time, uh, I'm realizing here, like as you were talking about all the plastic, like lately I've been seeing like, I think about what's trash, and a lot of it is, like you know, recyclable, but it's still it's, it's just you know, it's just stuff that adds up that shouldn't have to add up, <laughs> in that way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. I love I love that. You're taking that on personally and making a difference how you can, because that's what we're trying to do too here, baby steps. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's that's what I want to inspire. It's not that they have to change their lifestyle like one to three, because if 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 people start understanding me, I am just adding one little thing every single year for something good. So those has been my resolutions. My first was vegan for one year. So I worked on veganism for one whole entire year. And then I became minimalist for that year. I worked only on that. And then I'm just adding something good for the planet. It's not for me. I mean, of course, it's going to bring me something positive to my body and to my lifestyle. But I am doing it for the planet and the animals. That's my why. That's my why. I just want to be a superhero. Yes, and you are. You are. Thank you. You are too. <laughs> Thank you. One, one step at a time, one moment at a time. I, yes, yes. So, so what's the next thing that you hope to accomplish in health and wellness as the year is going by and we're going into another year? I mean, we're just getting started, but you know. Yes. <laughs> This year, I said, like, I will not buy anything clothing-wise 
or house products that are not sustainable. So how I practice minimalism, I don't buy that much anyways. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if I need something, like for example, we needed a new mattress. So I bought a new mattress that is sustainable and vegan at the same time. So it's like little change that I can do that is going to be good for the planet. And another thing is like how I practice this type of lifestyle. I love to donate everything that I will not use anymore. And I just give it for free to anybody. And it's amazing to know that, for example, we just gave some sofas that they were in a really great condition. And the family who got it, they were so happy that they got these for, you know, for in a really great condition and they didn't have to pay. And I get so happy that I understand that this furniture is going to have another home. Mm-hmm. So they are being sustainable as well. I'm not throwing things away and I am making a new family happy and that makes me happy. <laughs> yes. Yes, this is a, a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yes, I think that that's beautiful. You know, giving. I, I am somebody who loves to give. I love that. Yes. So how can people connect with you and learn more about all the things you're doing? So uh, they can follow me on my Instagram. That is Flower Moon Melly. And yes, I do have a blog, but my blog is 100% in Spanish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's easier for me to write. Mm-hmm. So and my blog will be, um, if there is any Spanish speaking on your podcast, it is flowermoonmeli.com. So anything will be Flower Moon Meli. I am on Pinterest, Flower Moon Meli. Everything is just flower moon milly. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. And and then Google does translate websites. That's what I use to read your blog. So people oh, still want to yes. check it out. So yeah. I know I know some a little Spanish, but I did need a lot of help. So but it's still I, possible to read it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. How, oh my god. <laughs> How do you do that? Yeah, Google just they, it's Google Translate. You just type in the URL and it translates the site for you. <laughs> Huh, okay. Yeah. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, yeah. So you can still read it if, if you know, if, if English, I mean, if Spanish isn't like if you're not fluent. So it's still available oh, that's for you amazing. to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's exciting because I'm, I'm glad that, you know, it's, it's, there's not a barrier for anybody that wants that information. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you would like to add? <clears throat> I think that we took or we talk about all amazing points. You you really did amazing um reading <laughs> about me and knowing me. That's really nice. <laughs> well well I, I I love everything that you're doing. Like your Instagram page has a lo- is so much good information there and, and you reference your blog through Instagram, so I had to check it out too. So it's just I, I like I said you're I love that you're living life on purpose and you're being true to like all your hopes and your dreams and you're inspiring people all at the same time it's just 
It's amazing. I'm so glad you were able to chat with us today. <laughs> oh my God, Stacy, I feel like, like so excited that you really invited me to your podcast because the only thing that I just want to do is just if I can inspire one person to change a little bit about their lifestyle because of their own reasons, it, it just makes me so happy and trust me like people doesn't like to let you know that you are helping them but when I get a DM or somebody tells me that I am helping them it's like wow I just from a million person if I just help one person that's my mission yes well you're doing it and I I'm looking forward to seeing all the other things that you accomplish as each year goes by and all the goals that you're smashing already, it's pretty awesome. One more time, thank you, Melissa, for taking the time to share your story with us. We just love your passion, and we hope that you continue to be a great inspiration for many people. So now it's time for the pantry makeover section. So we recently received a question from one of our dear listeners about how to stay healthy during extreme times. So we're going to talk about just that. In today's pantry makeover segment, we're going to discuss how to stock your pantry so that you can maintain a healthy diet during times when you may not have good access to shopping. These are tips you can use during states of emergency or when you have to hunker down and stay in place due to severe weather. Tip number one, get your hands on some dried beans and rice. Stock up on dried beans, and there's so many varieties available, it's really hard to get bored. For example, we have chickpeas, pinto beans, black beans, red beans, lentils, there's like all kinds of lentils, and white beans. And don't forget about lima beans and black-eyed peas too. You can pair these with rice, and dried rice also comes in many varieties besides the usual white rice. There's brown rice and black rice. And also quinoa is one of our favorites, which can be a really excellent and nutrient-dense replacement for rice as well. And don't forget about wild rice. You can use beans to make soups, chili, or pair them with rice to create veggie burgers, meatless loaves, and crumbles for tacos or pasta. Tip two. Your food doesn't have to be boring during this time. Jackfruit, that famous meat substitute, is a versatile and easy ingredient. You can do so much with it from tacos, sandwiches, wraps, etc. What's great for extreme times is that jackfruit comes canned. Another famous meat substitute are mushrooms. And we're in luck. They come dried. So keep those mushrooms and the jackfruit stocked up. Tip number three, load up on pasta. Pasta, pasta, pasta. That's another thing that has a lot of varieties. We are gluten-free around here, and we love chickpea pasta. And there's just as many varieties of it as the traditional wheat pasta. You have, like, the spaghetti. You have the, uh, what is it called? The spirals, the shells. Our girls love them all. There's also some uh, pasta made with lentils, We've recently found a green pea pasta, and there's just so many varieties of pasta, you can't get bored with it. Tip four, 
Frozen veggies are a must. Things like spinach or kale that wilt quickly are great options to have greens on hand. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and green beans are other great options. Also, remember, you can grab fresh veggies, clean them, and freeze them. Just remember to label them and date them. There are not many great options for canned veggies, so frozen will be your go-to. When it comes to fruits, where you live and what season it is will determine what you have access to. But being prepared for the long haul means you have to stock up on some frozen fruits. Look for mango, pineapples, strawberries, blueberries, cherries. Those are some key ones that you can have and you can pretty much find in any grocery store. You can also cut up your own fruits and freeze them. One thing that we keep in the freezer is frozen bananas. We usually wait till they get black and then we peel them and uh, put them in the freezer. Tip number five, you can still stock up on fresh veggies. You just got to pick the right one. So stock up on hearty fresh veggies like carrots, um, beets, broccoli, um, potatoes. There's different varieties of potatoes. Sweet, we like sweet potatoes around here. Uh, cabbage. Brussels sprouts, squash, there's different types of squash, acorn squash, butternut squash, spaghetti squash. Also, you want to have your seasoning veggies like celery, onions, ginger, and garlic. These things will help make your, your, your pots of beans and soups and stews go even further. You can also roast these veggies in the oven for a really quick and easy dinner. You want to store your potatoes and other root veggies in a cool, dry spot that's dark and has good airflow to maximize their shelf life. Step six, go ahead and get those canned goods. If you can, find items in glass jars. But if not, go ahead and get those regular canned goods. Try to keep items like pasta sauce, canned tomatoes, and certain beans. We recently discovered a brand that cans beans that are seasoned and preserved with sea vegetables instead of salt. So that's one of our go-tos to keep on the shelf. We'll leave the name of that brand in the show notes. Tip number seven, let's talk about breakfast. So for breakfast, we have stocked up on oats. We use these for different varieties of oatmeal and making various granola cereal. We also like to keep chickpea flour on hands. You can use it to make scrambles, patties you can use it to batter veggies to throw in an air fryer which is something you might not do for breakfast but still it's a use for chickpea flour and speaking of flours it's also good to have these on hand to bake various breads muffins tortillas and healthy treats you can also do like breakfast treats like breakfast cookies breakfast muffins a breakfast tortillas we also like to stock up on flax seeds cassava flour, teff flour, and other gluten-free types of grains. Tip number eight, don't forget to spice things up. Keep condiments like mustard, ketchup, hot sauce, olives, and other garnish types of things. We like to stock up on veggie broth and plant-based milks like oat milk and coconut milk in a can, which is good to use in soups and baking. Now, whether you buy your broth or you make your own broth, it's good to have it on hand during emergencies so you can use your clean water for drinking instead of cooking. Okay, so tips 9 and 10 deal with a different level of emergency preparation. So 9 is to try to acquire at least one cast iron skillet, one cast iron Dutch oven, and a non-gasoline grill. In times where there is no power, you will still be able to cook outdoors using these items. And if you don't have a grill, you can build an in-ground fire and put a metal rack on top to place your pots on. 
We'll leave a link to the video demonstrating this in the show notes. And finally, tip 10, start that garden. One of the first steps is to start drying and saving your seeds. When you eat vegetables and fruits with seeds, wash the seeds off and place them out to dry. The seeds will be ready to plant. You can use the old school science class technique of sprouting your seeds in a paper towel and plastic bag or a glass jar. If you're a renter, use containers and pots for gardening on a patio or even indoors next to a window. If you have space to plant outside, remember soil is of utmost importance. It's an exercise of giving and receiving. The more you give to your soil, the more the soil gives back to you. Composting your food scraps is a perfect way to give back to your soil. Having some type of food or herbs on hand can be a powerful tool in surviving states of emergency. And now it's time for today's plant-based news and notes. Sales of oat milk surged close to 480% in just one week as Americans stocked up due to the coronavirus pandemic. Data from market research firm Nielsen saw the spike during a week-long period that ended on March the 14th. This is compared to the same time frame from last year. Other plant-based foods also gained popularity. U.S. sales of vegan meat soared by nearly 280% during the same time period. Dried beans were up 230%. According to Nielsen, the demand for meat products was much less. For example, tuna saw a 142% jump, canned meat saw a 188% jump, and chicken saw a 52% jump. Do you or someone you know have asthma? We just came across some good news about how a plant-based diet can make a big impact. The study found that Mediterranean and vegan diets emphasizing the consumption of fruits, vegetables, grains, and legumes while reducing or eliminating animal products might reduce the risk of asthma development. The researchers say fruit and vegetable intake has been associated with reduced asthma risk and better asthma control, while dairy consumption is associated with increased risk and might heighten asthmatic symptoms. They cite dietary components such as antioxidants, fiber, polyunsaturated fatty acids, total and saturated fat, and vitamin D consumption to likely affect immune pathways involved in pathophysiology of asthma. We've posted a link to the full study in our show notes, so head on over to plantschangemylife.com to check it out. Thank you for listening to the Plants Change My Life podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with a friend, subscribe wherever you listen, and leave us a comment. Also, if you or someone you know has a story to share, please get in touch with us at stories at plantschangemylife.com. You can follow us at Plants Change My Life on Instagram and Facebook. And head on over to plantschangemylife.com for additional information about the show and the resources mentioned. We also have Plants Change My Life t-shirts that you can purchase to support our mission. Respect and always remember, when you eat good, you reap good. Peace.